the twenty-ninth day of the month. In hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Romans 8, verses 24 through 25. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. Galatians 5, 5. Today we consider the hope eternal. The church that carefully reads its New Testament always looks toward the future. Indeed, we believe that what we hope for in the future should shape how we live in the present. Otherwise, why do we say continually, and on the authority of Jesus, your will be done on earth as in heaven? Our hope for heaven is neither wishful thinking nor delusion. It is the firm conviction that in spite of all the evils that beset us, God is in charge. And in the end, the triumph of God will be made clear and we will share in its glory. Meanwhile, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church is to live out on earth the hope to which it clings. Thus, insofar as possible, the church is to love the world in the same way that God so loved the world. To do so is to avoid two dangerous extremes, dreading the future as a time of terror on the one hand, and on the other, yearning so much for a better future that the present seems oppressive. Our hope eternal is characterized neither by fear nor by escapism. It is founded on the rock of divine goodness and faithfulness that undergirds both the transient life of this world and unending life in the nearer presence of God hereafter. Opening Prayer Grant to me, gracious God, and to all of my sisters and brothers in Christ so strong a sense of your steadfast love that we may see in what you promise us both a firm hope for the future and a pattern of life we can follow in the present. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Psalm 46 God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. We stand fearless at the cliff edge of doom, courageous in sea storm and earthquake, before the rush and roar of oceans, the tremors that shift mountains. Jacob, wrestling God, fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. River fountains splash joy, cooling God's city, this sacred haunt of the Most High. God lives here. The streets are safe. God at your service from crack of dawn. Godless nations rant and rave, kings and kingdoms threaten, but earth does anything he says. Jacob wrestling God fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. Attention all, see the marvels of God. He plants flowers and trees all over the earth, bans war from pole to pole, breaks all the weapons across his knee. Step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God, above politics, above everything. Jacob wrestling God fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. From the book of Exodus, chapter 7, verses 8 through 24. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Work a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and thus they did just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also 
The magicians of Egypt did the same with their secret arts, for each one threw down his staff and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs, yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water and station yourself to meet him on the bank of the Nile and you shall take in your hand the staff that was turned into a serpent. You shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent to me, to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But behold, you have not listened until now. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the water that is in the Nile with the staff that is in my hand, and it will be turned to blood. The fish that are in the Nile will die, and the Nile will become foul, and the Egyptians will find difficulty in drinking water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers, over their streams, and over their pools, and over all the reservoirs of water, that they may become blood, and that there will be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. So Moses and Aaron did, even as the Lord had commanded. And he lifted up the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile, in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, and all the water that was in the Nile was turned to blood. The fish that were in the Nile died, and the Nile became foul, so that the Egyptians could not drink water from the Nile, and the blood was through all the land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same thing with their secret arts. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house with no concern, even for this. So all the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, for they could not drink of the water of the Nile. Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. From the second letter to the Corinthians, second chapter, verses 14 through the sixth verse of the third chapter. But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him in every place. For we are a fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved, and among those who are perishing. To the one an aroma from death to death, to the other an aroma from life to life. And who is adequate for these things? For we are not like many peddling the word of God, but as from sincerity, but as from God, we speak in Christ in the sight of God. Are we beginning to command ourselves again? Or do we need as some letters of commendation to you or from you? You are our letter, written in our hearts, known and read by all men, being manifested that you are a letter of Christ cared for by us, written not with ink but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone but on tablets of human hearts. Such confidence we have through Christ toward God, not that we are adequate in ourselves to consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God, who also made us adequate as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. From the Gospel of Mark, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 16. Getting up, he went from there to the region of Judea, and beyond the Jordan, crowds gathered around him again, and according to his custom, he once more began to teach them. Some Pharisees came up to Jesus, testing him, and began to question him whether it was lawful for a man to divorce a wife. And he answered and said to them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. But Jesus said to them, 
Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, and the two shall become one flesh, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. In the house, the disciples began questioning him about his again. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she herself divorces her husband and marries another man, she is committing adultery. And they were bringing children to him so that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Permit the children to come to me. Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. And he took them in his arms and began blessing them, laying his hands on them. This is the reading of the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Receive this benediction from a 13th century Sarum liturgy. God be in your head and in your understanding. God be in your eyes and in your looking. God be in your mouth and in your speaking. God be in your heart and in your thinking. God be at your end and at your departing. Amen. <laughs>